Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Tremendous to have you all listening with us this morning. David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves with you a Friday morning. Not long to go till 9 o'clock. Sam Embin's coming up with the program next, pretty boy. Now, big news overnight, as we alluded this morning with when news is Bailey Kenzie, Simon Brookhouse has stepped aside. Well, if you want to find out some information about the Jack Jumpers, let's go to the Jack Jumpers main man, pretty boy. Brent Costello from Win News, Tasmania's leading reporter. Good morning to you, Brent. Hi, Flash. Hi, Jeezy. Hi, Elaine. Bruno, how are you, pal? Well, it's a big, well. a big, a big night uh, for or big day or so for the Jack Jumpers organisation with Simon Brookhouse um, moving on. What's your what's your takeaway, Brent? Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. Um, uh, you hear rumours, obviously, about things happening, but um, it certainly caught me off guard yesterday. Um, we had the MVP awards only a couple of weeks ago, and Simon got up and and gave a really good speech at the end of the night, just about. Um, you know, bring a championship back to Tasmania and, and seem really passionate about doing that. So, yeah, that's why I was a little surprised yesterday when, when the news came out. Because I think if we were go back this time last year, there was a few murmurs around that Simon may sort of finish up after last year. It didn't eventuate. It's happened now. Um, it's hard not to reflect on his time as pretty positive, really. I mean, he was really the original custodian when this whole thing started with Larry Kesselman three years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, first employee for the Jack Jumpers, absolutely. And, you know, to start something from the ground up isn't easy. And to see what it's become at My State Bank Arena now is just extraordinary, really. So he's, he's got a lot to be proud of, definitely. Um, and speaking to um, Karen Nylander yesterday, the chair of the Jack Jumpers, I think that's what he's most proud about. And that's the way that the whole community in Tasmania is engaged the Jack Jumpers and how it's brought the whole state together. And, you know, uh, I heard you talk to David O'Byrne before and, even basketball fans are into the Jack Jumpers, aren't they? So uh, he's done a magnificent job, I think. Bruno, what, what are you hearing about the the transition um, and potential of private ownership? Yeah, it's, it's all going to start really soon, Jeevesy. Within the next month or so, Larry Kesselman wants to get the ball rolling. They've got uh, an organisation that's going to take care of that for them and, and start the process. And, um, yeah, it looks like uh, it's, it's open and up for grabs for anyone that wants to buy the Jack Jumpers. So... There is a clause in the sale that needs to, uh, that says it has to be at least 30% Australian-owned. I think they'd love it to be Tasmanian-owned or part Tasmanian-owned. And even uh, Larry Kessler was asked yesterday about um, the chance for, for fans to potentially even buy some of the, the, the club, uh, a bit like the Green Bay Packers do over mm. in, in the States. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting process, um, how it all unfolds. And we just want to make sure we get the right ones because we've got a good thing going. We don't want to, to, to wreck it, do we? Bruno, when when Dirk Nowitzki landed in in the state, there, there was a little a little whisper floating around that maybe he was involved in in potential ownership talks. Any truth to that rumor? Yeah, I did hear that one as well. Be, be nice if it was true. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think so, but uh, you never know. I know obviously he's got a very close relationship with 
with Scott Ross from back in the day. So I assume that's why he popped down to Tassie. But uh, it's a nice story if it, if it came off, that's for sure. What about, Bruno, in terms of um, the list for next year? Um, we've all heard what uh, Scott Ross said to, to you and some of the other people the other day in terms of Milton Dawes being offered a contract. Nothing for Josh Majette, nothing for Rashad Kelly. We're still waiting to hear about um, Isaac White, potentially Matt Kenyon. One of them probably won't be there. Um, what's your feeling on, on some of these decisions? Yeah, again, it's going to be really interesting once the, the free agency period opens up. Obviously, uh, Scott was adamant that uh, you know he, he's, he's told Majette and Kelly that they, they need to wait, and, and that must be a difficult situation for, for them to be in. I thought uh, Rashad had a, a really good season, obviously nominated for that uh, Best Six Man Award at the NBL Awards. And, and Jet, we know what he's done for the last couple of years. Probably hasn't scored uh, the points that he would have liked, but uh, certainly, as we know, to be the on-court general of the team. So... Uh, I wouldn't be upset if any of those two came back. But then, of course, um, Will McDowell-White's name's been thrown around. And if you can nab an Australian point guard, well, that's pretty amazing. And then you get the, the three imports on top of that. So uh, a bit to work through. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Isaac White back. I think he was absolutely sensational uh, for the Jack Jumpers. But you're right, it, 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 you know, ask questions about other players then. So it's going to be a bit of a jigsaw puzzle, that's for sure. And um, we'll know more once the free agency window opens up at the end of the month. And I'm really looking forward to that to see how it all plays out. Bruno, you might be able to help us understand, is, is there a nominated free agency pool of players that the Jack Jumpers will, will have access to along with every other club? Or is the world truly Scott Ross Oyster? He can go on and, and speak to any player, NBA offcuts, or, or do they have to be nominated as part of a broader pool? Yeah, good question. I'm not sure, Jay, to be honest. I'm assuming you can just go and talk to anyone in your life that's a free agent. Um, obviously, another one that's, that's popped up too is, is Tanner Krebs from the Brisbane Bullets, and he is Tasmanian-born and bred, and at the moment we don't have uh, any Tasmanian-born and bred players. Obviously, Sammy Mack was born here, but I think he left when he was about two months old or something like that, so we can't really hang on to him, but I think Tanner would be a, a pretty nice fit for the Jack Jumpers as well, so um, that's one player out of free agency, but yeah, to, to answer your question, um, I'm assuming you can just talk to anyone that's available. I think uh, that's an interesting one. I've heard some little bit of mail, maybe, that Matt Kenyon... Uh, Brisbane chat, so maybe there's a potential swap there with Kenyon and Krebs came across my desk the other day, which is interesting. Um, could you see a situation, Brett Jeeves brought it up earlier, where Milton Doyle and Josh Adams were the two Ooh. starting guards for the Jack Jumpers next year? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. It'd be nice. It'd no. be absolutely wonderful to see, but obviously a bit played out when Josh left the club, didn't it? And I'm not it sure did. how how that ended, if it ended well with uh, with Coach Roth or not, if, if they'd be able to reunite together. Yeah, um, agreed. Your, your imagination runs wild, doesn't it, when you think of that setup? Absolutely. Josh Majette, uh, Jack Jumper, yes or no next year, Brett? Uh, I'd say, unfortunately, no at this stage. If you're asking my personal opinion, which devastates me because I reckon he's one of the great men, Josh Majet, and uh, as I said, I, I think he brought so much to the team. But um, yeah, if you ask me right at this point at the moment, and things do change, I, I'd say no. Which yeah, as I say, is pretty upsetting, really. And a no for Rashad Kelly. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's done enough to come back. I think he was he was great, um, but. It just it all depends, and that's why Scott Ross keeping his powder dry on this one because you just don't know 
uh, who's available at this point, and it all depends on the domestic players that they do get. So it's hard to talk about the imports, I guess, at some at this stage when you don't know what you're going to get to Australia-wise. Frank Costello, thank you so much for joining us. Look forward to catching you tonight as per usual on Win News. Lots of stories around the moment. Good on you, mate. Thanks, fellas. Have a good day. Cheers. Thanks, Bruno. Frank Costello, interesting. He's a Josh Bajet man. Um, Rashad Kelly. It's an interesting one. They're tough decisions, aren't they? Yeah, very difficult. I mean, Bruno makes a great point. Let's see what happens uh, locally. Yes. And then you can start to fill those those required Definitely. holes with, with your imports. I, I would love to see a big man, Me big too. athletic dude Six come in. rebounder, and scorer. Just, yeah, yep. because that, that, that's been our Achilles heel. We haven't been able to defend any of those guys. No, correct. Mm. Let's go to a break. We're not far away from 9am. It's been great having you with us this morning. A little segment to go before 9 o'clock.